Welcome to the Courage to Shine with Michelle Colt podcast. Well, here we are again. Ah, I am so looking forward to sharing this particular podcast with the world. I've been preparing for it the last couple of days and a lot of really neat inspiration and as I like to call it, downloads have been coming through. When I did the episode that published on January 17th, I got a lot of great feedback about how powerful it was when I broke down the beautiful quote from Martha Graham around shining and having courage to be seen and that kind of thing. So I got equally as excited uh, when I was preparing for this particular episode because I want to share with you all another super duper powerful, powerful actual speech that was given by Nelson Mandela in 1994. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into sharing that. I will recommend if you were somewhere right now where it is appropriate and safe to close your eyes, I will invite you to do that. And whether you have your eyes opened or closed, begin to let your tongue relax and widen in your mouth. I'm getting a lot of terrific feedback about how much that particular nervous system regulation technique is helping people. So letting the tongue relax and widen in the mouth. Let your bellies relax. Notice what the temperature of the air feels like right now against your exposed skin. I'm assuming most of you are sitting. So go ahead and simply give your body weight up and over to whatever it is you're resting on right now. Whatever it is that you're sitting on right now. Beautiful. Here we go. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Nelson Mandela Wow. 
I got such goosebumps when I was reading it. Goosebumps are an indication that truth is being shared. So powerful, so fascinating. I was speaking to a client a little while ago and I was sharing with them that their ability to be calmer, to be more grounded and regulated literally affects the energy and the nervous systems of the people around them. And as I was reading this, I was struck by that again. It's so powerful. We were given such mixed messages when we were young about what it meant in our families if we were our authentic selves, if we spoke our truth, and if we had the courage to let our little light shine. A lot of times we were given very negative messages around that. I've shared in previous episodes that for me, it was very threatening in my family when I spoke my truth. I was my authentic self and shown in my own unique way. So I would be sent to my room. I was isolated. And because of that, as an adult, unbeknownst to me until not that long ago, actually, the message that I was given, or you could say the message that I adopted, (laughs) was this idea that my shining, my being truthful, my being authentic, meant that I would be punished. Other people deal with a very uncomfortable sense of being an imposter. For other people, it translates into, I'm not lovable. I'm not perfect enough. Fill in the blank. Having the ability to begin to become more specific about what those beliefs were and still could be running you is very, very freeing. It's the first step out of self-sabotage, I always say. Because in my view, and the way I look at things, self-sabotage is self-preservation for our younger self. Our younger self perceived us being shiny and authentic as a threat. So we came up with these unhelpful, non-resourceful coping mechanisms And a part of that are these beliefs that we have that are running the conscious mind. So fascinating. So having the ability to start to identify, you know, what is it for me? I've known for many, 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 many years that I definitely dealt with a fear of shining. You know, it's not a coincidence that my podcast is called Courage to Shine And it was only in the last couple of months that I was able to pinpoint it even more down to if I become more well-known with my podcast, I'll be punished. And that I'll be punished is coming from my wounded inner child, not my conscious mind. I put so much time and energy into the work I've been doing to close, you know, for close to 20 years now. So my conscious mind is like, well, it's, you know, it's time. It's time to, 
you know, be doing keynotes. It's time to be doing things in a larger scale way. I'll just put it that way. And it is time. I have so much experience doing workshops, working with private clients. But my little girl, she's not so sure about it. So how do I help her to feel more comfortable with it? By using the nervous system regulation processes. And number one and most important is for you to show your younger selves that they're safe. So that really sweet process that I shared, I think in the first episode that I did, and I think the second one also, around you literally, you can do it right now, wherever you are, you look around and you show yourself and you notice that you're safe. Combining that with letting the tongue relax and widen in the mouth is very, very helpful. So incredibly helpful. As this beautiful speech points to, the reality is that you're shining in this really neat way, make space for those around you to shine, to be their authentic selves. It's so beautiful. The mind though will tell us something different. And again, as I'm always saying, the mind is coming from this survival aspect. It's wanting to help us survive, but a lot of times the software that it's operating from is our frightened younger selves. So important to understand that. So as soon as you begin to go into anger or overwhelm or anxiety by showing yourself, looking around wherever you are and seeing that you're safe, your nervous system begins to regulate. Your feelings and your emotions are a a direct result in terms of whatever it is that's happening in your nervous system at any given time. That's why letting the tongue relax, noticing the temperature of the air on your skin, some of the other processes that I've taught in the last weeks are so helpful because you will begin to notice that as the nervous system settles, the feelings and emotions become less dark. They become less overwhelming. That's how it unfolds in a very neat and interesting way. Now, another thing that I was so incredibly excited to talk about today is this aspect of who you are surrounding yourself with. And I don't mean this just in terms of the people you're surrounding yourself with. I also mean, what are you looking at? What are you listening to? What are you taking in? I've been talking about for years that as we're navigating and moving through the world, we're being brainwashed all the time, all the time. So it's a really empowering thing to begin to take control, I guess is a good way to say it, of what you're washing your brain with. I was in kind of a crappy mood a couple of hours ago. So what did I do to help myself snap out of that? I listened to a new book that I'm taking in right now on Audible. 
and it totally changed my mood and you could even say my feelings and my emotions consciously changing the channel in terms of wherever it is the mind is focusing when it's not resourceful when it's not helpful is really a neat and helpful thing to do again going back to what I said a little while ago it's such a great concept in terms of showing yourself that you're safe it's a useful concept and it's a useful tool because as the nervous system starts to go into a place of chaos which is really going to happen anytime you're moving out of your comfort zone chaos is the empty space that preceded the creation of the universe that's one of the definitions so it's so natural and normal to have chaos come up when you're moving out of your comfort zone or as I like to call the comfort zone your neural thermostat when that starts to get pushed into chaos is going to come up by using some processes which really neutralize that by using processes that regulate the nervous system you'll begin to notice that the length of time you're in the chaos or experiencing the chaos will become much shorter it won't be such a long period of time last week I spoke about how one of the biggest sources of suffering on the planet is a false sense of separation one of the things that's driving so many people when they're in chaos when they're not regulated in their nervous systems is this aspect of feeling so isolated and alone when I dealt with debilitating anxiety in my 30s one of the most god-awful parts of it was that sense of nobody is experiencing this level of nervousness and anxiety how I mean that nobody can have it as bad as I do mine was intense you know mine at one time manifested in terms of not really being able to eat certainly not being able to eat anything that's dry the dry mouth was crazy so sometimes something like goat yogurt or something like that I could get down but not much else lost like 15 pounds in two weeks one time it was so intense but the truth of the matter is we are not separate we are connected on so many deep levels this is pointed to in neuroscience it's pointed to in all kinds of places so how do we play with that you know uh, what's a good way to remember that or to tune into that so I'm really thrilled to teach a process technique that came through me I don't know I want to say over 10 years ago at this point something like that so as you experience this with me for the first time although many people who have worked with me have experienced it before but it's always the first time in an interesting way I will recommend again if it's safe and appropriate to close your eyes again closing the eyes takes away the visual distraction and you tend to go from a beta brainwave pattern into alpha there's more of a steadiness more of a calm that begins to happen 
you are the ocean, not the wave. You are the ocean. We are the ocean, appearing as waves. We are the ocean. Let your bellies relax. Notice what the temperature of the air feels like right now. Again, you are the ocean, not the wave. You are the ocean. We are the ocean, appearing as waves. We are the ocean. And you can gently begin to open your eyes and just look around wherever you are right now and just notice the space. And or notice the light. And then take a moment to see if you can tune into the space and the light within. So at some point later today, later tonight, it would be resourceful to begin to think about the people that you primarily surround yourselves with. Do you feel upbeat after spending time with them? Does it feel draining? Something to start to think about. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us most. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. As I'm reading this again, what struck me so, so powerfully is that we are all children of God. We are all the ocean, appearing as separate waves, but we are all the ocean. Follow, rate, and review and share my podcast if you find it helpful. For more information about my workshops and working with me privately, you can go to www.michellecolt.com. There's a lovely free meditation that I give to people who sign up for my mailing list. 
which is really nice to have. It's about five minutes or so, very grounding and centering. You are enough. You always were enough, and you will always be enough. Until next time.